you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. I want to go on a monster roller coaster thing with my brain whatever that said welcome to the show folks welcome to the show we certainly appreciate you guys being here i think i broke half people's mic there with that welcome but so thanks for tuning in be sure to refer to the show your friends neighbors relatives get them involved in the show say so you need to subscribe to chris moss show go to itunes right now with your phone and subscribe go to goodreads.com for just chris moss go to youtube.com for says chris moss those crazy places that we have all the groups for the Chris Fox. To my audience, thanks for being here. So we're excited to announce my new book is coming out. It's called Beacons of Leadership, Inspiring Lessons of Success in Business and Innovation. It's going to be coming out on October 5th, 2021. And I'm really excited for you to get a chance to read this book. It's filled with a multitude of my insightful stories, lessons, my life, and experiences in leadership and character. I give you some of the secrets from my CEO entrepreneur toolbox that I use to scale my business success, innovate, and build a multitude of companies. I've been a CEO for, uh, what is it, like uh, 33, 35 years now. We talk about leadership, the importance of leadership, how to become a great leader, and how anyone can become a great leader as well. Or order the book wherever fine books are sold. Today, we have another amazing author on the show. She's a multi-book author. She's written a lot of books. Her new book is going to be coming out October 18th, 2022. We're having a laugh in the pre-show green room because Oh my God, we're tired of books coming out almost the end of the year. Like, where did this year go? Oh my gosh. Her new book, Love from Mecca to Medina by S.K. Ali is going to be coming out and we'll be talking about that. Let me tell you a little bit more about her and what she does. She is the New York Times bestselling and award-winning author of several books, including Saints and Misfits, a book about me, I think. Uh, a finals for the American Library Association's 2018 William C. Morris Award, a winner of the Apollo Award and Middle East Book Award, and Love from E to Z. That's probably also a book about me, too, as well. I'm just kidding. And NBC Today shows Read with Jenna Book Club selection and named one of the best teen novels of all time by Reader's Digest and Good Housekeeping. Welcome to the show. SK, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. I loved your intro. So high energy. It got me ready. <laughs> That's what the coffee's for. That's what the coffee's for. And uh, I'll just start referring to you as Sajda. Uh, Sajda, do I get that pronounced right? Yep. Perfect. There you go, your first name during the show. Uh, so welcome to the show. Congratulations on the new book. Give us your plugs, your dot coms, wherever you want people to look you up on the interwebs. Yeah. So on Instagram at SKLE Books. S-K-A-L-I books. I'm on TikTok there as well. Uh, book talk is huge. So I love, you know, just to share things about my books coming out or books I've already written. On Twitter, I'm at Sajida, S-A-J-I-D-A-H, right? And uh, you can find me on my website at skalebooks.com. There you go. So uh, you've how many books have you written? Because I know there's a few. And then what motivated you want to write this one? So in total, oh my gosh, I think I have, yeah, now I've I've written seven books, mm-hmm. um, but not all of them are out yet. And I have three more that are under contract as well. 
so um still in the process of working on but you know i've got three YA novels out in the world nice. i've got uh, a picture book and a middle grade mm -hmm. uh, that I've, i'm an editor of and um so there's a there's you know just different things because one of the things i love best about being a writer and author is just dabbling in you know different genres different writing for different age groups i'm writing adult as well right now so just you know whatever that's what i've always uh, loved about just sharing stories is like reaching as many different audiences as possible is like a real big interest of mine that's coming out in october is love for mecca to medina which is a sequel to love from a to z and there's actually the original cover looks like this and uh, it was like it was i call it an iconic cover because it was i think it might have been the first cover that has a hijabi model she actually wears hijab and real people on the cover of like one you know several bipoc um books with bipoc characters started to have like photography you know, real, real people and covers. And mine was one of the first among the first batch. So I'm really happy with, you know, this cover. So love for Mecca to Medina is continues the story of Adam and Zainab who met. Yeah. Adam and Zainab met in, you know, saw each other in an airport, met on the plane and, and at their destination, they kept running into each other. So I used to call it a meet cute that keeps me cute. Like they just kept meeting each other. And eventually, no spoiler, but obviously if there's a sequel with both of them, they ended up. Mm. So in the sequel, they take another journey. And this one is to Mecca and uh, Medina, which is our cities in Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. where Muslims go to do pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. and the, the, the story sets is set during their pilgrimage. And it really gives, you know, people outside of the Muslim faith a glimpse into like what happens on pilgrimage, you know, some of the historic background behind it. But while that's the setting, it's really a story about what comes after the happily ever after. Mm. So it's a book too. And I know that just tracking to uh, Mecca, I think it is, right? It's quite the track. It's quite the event. Yeah. A lot of people go. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. So that's a little bit discussed at the beginning where the word Mecca is now used in, you know, the English language to mean a gathering like the Mecca of basketball, you know, the Mecca of fashion. And it kind of gets into like where that came from. So yeah, for pilgrimage, the annual pilgrimage, which is the Hajj, that is before pandemic, before pre-pandemic, it was like almost 3 million people. Wow. And uh, then there's the lesser pilgrimage, which can happen anytime during the year. And it's not just at Hajj time as well. Like millions of people go from around the world. So now pandemic numbers, things have changed, but it's just, you know, it's just like, you know, what, what happens during the pilgrimage, what's going on. I mean, it is a trek. Like if you actually are talking about the Hajj, there's a lot of rights and there's a lot of retracing the steps of uh, people who struggled in the past. So you. Mm -hmm. You put yourself in kind of like this, their, their physical situation and, you know, reflect on that. How long does it go on for? And how long is the track usually? So, so the Hajj, the, the one that Muslims must do once in their lifetime, mm. it's a five day, 
event. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, comprised of different, it's broken up into different peer, you know, aspects of the um, pilgrimage. So there's one where you circulate around the Kaaba mm -hmm. which is, you know, like a cube shaped building structure in Mecca that Muslims all around the world face when they pray, they do their daily prayers. And during the Hajj, you know, pilgrims circle around it. And then there's, um, another aspect where you, you, you run or you walk like seven times between two hills, mm. retrace the steps of, um, Abraham's, um, wife who was left alone in a barren desert and she was searching for hope. So you retrace that, that seven times that she ran and thinking about, you know, like her, you know, how she kind of like, you know, set out seeking that hope. And then afterwards there's, there's a part where you actually like stand on a mountainside and reflect and, and pray. And then there's also a night spent under the night sky oh. with millions of pilgrims. And so there's, yeah, there's different, all of the parts of it involve reflection and really like about your life and how, you know, seeking guidance and stuff. So I decided that the story of love in the midst of, um, two people like in different parts of their journeys in life, how they approach something like the spiritual event. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, because one of the things that's really kind of key about like love for me to Z is that both the characters are like the opposite of each other, like in every single way, they're totally the opposite. You know, Zaina's very fiery and like very quick to like, you know, respond to things and injustice. And so like, she's really into seeking justice by whatever means. And Adam has more of like a calm kind of, he's into, you know, reflection and peace and like seeking the calm. So they're two opposite characters. And so in this story, I, I kind of look at what happens when you're, when you're setting on a journey with like such different outlooks on life and how does that like kind of play out? Mm -hmm. Now they, they haven't gotten married yet. They're still in a relationship of just boyfriend and girlfriend. No. So they actually, in this, in this story, they were navigating their friendship and, you know, coming to a realization that they might be the ones for each uh -huh. other. And at the end, you, you, you kind of realize that they've decided that they're the ones for each other. When this story starts, they've, they've had something that's called a, a nikah in, in like the Muslim hmm. uh, faith, which is when they commit to each other mm -hmm. and uh, it's like a contract kind of like where you're in a relationship, a committed single, you know, Oh. relationship, but they haven't had their like wedding or anything. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So they're, they're committed to each other. You know, it is for all intents and purposes, it is a marriage, but they don't live together. They don't, they haven't had like the celebration, the wedding that's going to be after they finish school and stuff. Hmm. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now is this targeted towards, I see on the, on Amazon, it's targeted towards teens and young adults. Is that correct? Yes, it's a young adult novel. So they're in the story, they're in their, they're 22. They're both, mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, Zainab's just started law school. Adam is, he actually dropped out of school 
in in the first book. So he's trying to make his way in the art world. Mm-hmm. So freelance. Now is is he Muslim? Yes. Okay. He, um, yeah. The, so the story traces how he he actually became Muslim. You know, after like his mother passed away. So there's a little bit of background of how he came into the faith. And yeah, because one of the things that like a lot of young readers were pointing out was that a lot of the books coming out with like Muslim girls and women as protagonists had them kind of in relationships with people who are not um, like who are not of their faith and with a white savior thing happening where like they were being like rescued from their oppression or their oppressive, you know, background or whatever. So a lot of young Muslim readers were saying, you know, and this wasn't just in books. It was in TV shows and movies and stuff. And a lot of young readers were like, well, this is not our reality. You know, our reality is we do meet, like, you know, we do get into relationships with actual Muslim men. And like, why, why are we not seeing that? So, you know, I thought to myself, well, I'm in a relationship with someone who's Muslim and, and he actually also came into the faith and he wasn't born Muslim. So like, I was like, you know, these are stories as well and we don't get to see them. So Mm -hmm. to write a story where it wasn't like from, uh, you know, that, that stereotype of Mm -hmm. Muslim girl being quote unquote rescued or something. Well, that works out pretty good. What are some, do you have any stories that you want to tease out or different scenarios that we can maybe tease out to readers? From Love from Mecca to Medina? Uh-huh. Yeah. So there is, you know, when, whenever you go on a trip, like you go to Mecca, Mm -hmm. you travel with, usually you travel with a group. So one of my favorite parts about writing is writing characters. So I bring together, you know, an ensemble of characters who are, have their own quirks and bring their own kind of idiosyncrasies into the the story. Mm. So one of the characters, she she has this, this persona where she assumes she knows about you all, like as soon as you, she meets you. And there's this little, like just little misunderstandings where she's summed up Zainab as like all these things that she's not. She thinks she's a vegetarian. She thinks, She's like studying to become a police officer, like all of these things that like are, and it makes kind of a comedy of uh, errors happen. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's like a reoccurring thing with characters. I also just look at like, you know, like what, like what happens when you, when you're not fully like focused you're so focused on what's going on in your head that you miss the cues of like what's actually happening and so a lot of it is like a lot of my writing is you know comedy i would say it's like comedy of errors like in this style of like a lot of classics where you know comedy manners and like just just like things happening where uh, one character is not aware of what's going on with another character and then like miscommunication Mm. Uh, Cause that's, that's a lot of life. And so, yeah, so you'll find, you'll find, um, you'll get to a lot of people who read it ahead of time said they actually feel like they're in Mecca. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the cold marble under their feet. One of the things I, re- I found out when like I was researching this book was that in Mecca, actually, the, the marble that's there is a special marble that's only sourced in this one area of Greece. Mm-hmm. It's so like, it's, it's so cool that it, like, it actually doesn't, you know, it doesn't heat up like other marble. Oh. So it actually cooled. So it's better than like, you know, having a cooling system under the floor or something. So there's only wow. things and that I hope that when whoever reads it feels like they're actually on a journey, they're actually, you know, running between the mountains, like they're actually taking part. Maybe you'll be exhausted. I think. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the walk. Yeah. yeah. I've seen all the infrastructure that goes in behind it, like the mm. bathrooms, the tents. And, yeah. and uh, I mean, you have to have a lot of portable stuff for three million people to come through. What, what, what is your base readership? Uh, who are most of the people that end up reading your books? Do you find? So I have, I have, I, I'm always like surprised and pleasantly surprised to see that like my readership is quite diverse. I, I, I see like, I kind of write for the young person I was that I didn't get to see my stories on mm. bookshelves and stuff. So I kind of write for that reader and so that reader is reflecting a lot of my muslim young readers mm-hmm. but then uh, i get all these messages and emails from like people who see themselves for the first time in my books that are not from the muslim faith which is always very interesting and i found that and it's people of faith of different um, backgrounds as well mm-hmm. uh, from you know christianity to judaism to hinduism just all different faith groups who hold kind of like to their faith strongly, but they don't see that reflected. Mm. So they found themselves in my books, which is very interesting to me. And I like interesting in a really, like, I'm just so happy to see that because it feels that we're so much more connected than we think we are and love that. And also just, yeah, just young people from different backgrounds, you know, also it's used in schools. My books are used in schools across the U.S. So I know that educators, you know, seem to really find that, you know, they, they feel like young readers from different backgrounds can kind of access the story. And that's what I, I write as though the way I write is as though like you, you already know what I'm talking about. I don't try to explain. I don't try. I don't do glossaries. I don't do. It's just like, like in context. So people feel kind of like, I try to put a welcome mat by like, just treating you as though you would understand like, you know, what's going on. Cause I, I come from that view of, of like readerships that if you are seeking a book to read, you know, that might look, that might cover characters that are different from you. You're already open. Like, there you go. Yeah. You're already, you know, ready for the story. <laughs> there you go. Well, this sounds awesome. This is really, sounds really inspiring. You know, love transcends everything. The feeling of love, uh, people loving thing. It transcends everything, culture, mm-hmm. space, time. I don't know about space. I haven't ever gotten to the other side of space, but I imagine it would. Love conquers everything. That's that's what we should just True. go on. But uh, it's been wonderful to have you on the show. Give us your .com so we can look you up on the interwebs and find out more. About my, so my .com is sklebooks.com. Mm-hmm. And thank you very much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And hopefully it opens uh, up a lot more people's eyes to the whole experience of what it's like to be in Islam and, and that Mecca trek. Because 
Yeah. I've always thought it was kind of interesting. I'd like to go sometime, and I'm not, not you know, I just I just like to go because it seems like something really cool to experience. So, so many people. Read the book. And yeah, you can read the book and skip it. Uh, there you go. There you go. So thanks, Manage, for tuning in. Be sure to order up the book. You can pre-order it right now on Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. You think Amazon will give me a dime for that? October 18th, 2022. The book is Love from Mecca to Medina by S.K. Ali. I'll order that baby up today and uh, check out all of our other books. You can read those while you're waiting for this one to come in October. Thanks for tuning in. Go to youtube.com forward says Chris Voss. Go to goodreads.com forward says Chris Voss. All the groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and all those crazy places those kids play. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. We'll see you guys next time.